ready. Hello and welcome to Not For The... Oh! <laughs> Dinner table! Got, what's it called? Premature Pre- ejaculation. Premature population. Uh-oh. Whoopsie. Hello everyone. We're here. We're here for episode four. Woohoo! Pour I'm us just some. pouring. Yeah. Just pouring. Get that Prosecco going. Glug, glug, glug. Oops. Oh, didn't do a great job of that. Half of it's on the floor. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Good. I'm very well, thank you. Good. You've just been to Scotland. I have been to Scotland. It was amazing. How was that? Oh, it was so good. We went to Loch Lomond. Thank you. We went to Loch Lomond in the Trussocks. In the Trussocks? And, which is in the west coast and is near Glasgow. So it's a national park. Full of history and heritage. How wonderful. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yes. Mmm. Lovely. Fantastic. Delish. Right, so today we are talking about our favourite mythological creatures. But wait. (gasps) What? I have some breaking news. Oh, God, do I need to do the jingle now? (laughs) You didn't prepare me for this. I know. So Dave has asked me to produce a jingle. Yes. For breaking news. And I've done it, and my son absolutely loves it. (laughs) I'm so excited to hear it. This is the first time that I'm going to hear it. I'm going to die if this ever becomes public. Well, Um, it is going to. It's a podcast. So I'm going to sing it right now. And get it either way. Okay, ready? Yes. For the news jingle. No news is good news, but some news may be nice news. Not for the dinner table. News! <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Do it again. <laughs> no Maybe news is good news, but some news may be nice news. Not for the dinner table. News! So... <laughs> The most important <laughs> bit. <laughs> I love it. The most important bit of the jingle is doing the not for the dinner table news. You have to do it like that, otherwise Ernest does not piss his pants because he loves yes. that bit. That will be available as a ringtone in due course. <laughs> no, it uh, won't. Just wait. <laughs> we will come back to you and let you know when that. I happens. promise you, it will never be. Viable. It absolutely <laughs> will. No news is good news, but some news is nice news. I've already got it. I know. It's amazing. Right. It's good. So I have three <coughs> cryptid news stories right. for you. So <gasps> last episode we talked about cryptids. We yes. talked about our favourite cryptids. Yeah. You chose to talk about Loch Ness, and I'm pretty sure by the end of it you decided to kill Loch Ness. I no, I did not. Whether that was. Or not. I love not now. And we decided that we hated the war horse. Please don't sue us. Yeah. Um, and I chose to talk about the black shuck. <gasps> yes, you did. So, <clears throat> we'll start with Loch Ness. Okay. Did you know that they're, they are now going to do an expedition across the loch to search for DNA samples of the Loch Ness monster? No. That's really interesting. Yes. Yeah, so, well, so I kind of 
elaborated a little bit there because actually the study <laughs> they're is... They're actually not, and you just made it up. <laughs> well, they're not purposefully going out to find DNA Nessie. of Nessie. This guy called Professor Neil Jamal from New Zealand mm. um, doesn't believe in Nessie. In, well, yeah. Mm. Um, but is confident about finding genetic codes of other creatures... So they're going to scour Loch Ness for DNA of the creatures that live in there. However, if they find evidence of reptilian DNA, yeah. that could be proof that the Loch Ness monster was real. or is real. But then it would have been in prehistoric days. Well, we don't know. That's what this study's going to find out. Well, it needs to back off because it's it's actually good they're actually gonna find it so the national geographic yeah said that if this cryptid is real mm. this hunt ought to find it what yeah <gasps> absolutely but, even if it just finds its dna yeah because if it finds evidence of reptilian dna there would be a strong uh, argument that Loch Ness, the Loch Ness monster at one point resided in the loch. Amazing. So Amazing. Even if it no longer existed. It did. They don't think it exists anymore because mm. they don't think that the fish population in the loch is enough to sustain a yeah. plesiosaur, did we say it was? Yeah, plesiosaur. Plesiosaur. Whatever. <laughs> so, we talked about the Ted Dancer movie where oh. there was a mummy and a yeah. daddy and a baby. No. I don't think there's a mummy and a daddy and a baby. Well, no. So, that... Maybe that Maybe... Maybe... They just got smaller. <laughs> Mini plesiosaurs. Mini ones. Like little micro pigs. And they're little tiny ones, swimming around. Just swimming around, being tiny plesiosaurs. Yeah. And yeah. my dog is wagging its tail at the door to come in. No. Go away. Oh, lolly. You cannot be a part of this podcast yet, Lolly. You're not brave enough. Um, so, the second news story from Loch Ness. Yeah. And this but comes. Second one from Loch Ness? Yeah. So, this comes directly from Loch Ness as well. What? And we may have to pause this so okay. that I can show you this video. Um, listeners, you've probably seen it, but if you haven't, we will post the link. I haven't seen to it. To where you can obviously. see it. So. There's been a sighting. What? Yes. What, like in the last few weeks? Yeah. Oh my God, why do I not know about that then? Well, clearly... Like obviously a hermit that doesn't you, ever look on the internet. And you are not the cryptozoologist you claim to be, <laughs> Miss Sophie. No. So I can't pronounce this guy's name, so I'm probably going to butcher it, so I apologise. Okay. But Yoan... Oh, for Hagerden. Oh, Yoan Oh, for Hagerden. Yes. I don't even think that's right. I love him already. Yoan Oh, for Hagerden. He's big, he's burly, he's got a big beard. Yes. And he's from Norway. Well, no, he's from Scotland. Oh, okay. And he... <laughs> <laughs> so he took a 10-minute video yep. from the Loch Ness webcam. No. Right? It shows something moving from the left of the screen to the right... Mm -hmm. of the lock right and you can see it i've watched it 
as two cruisers, so two boats, approach it, yeah. it submerges, yeah. but then comes back up. Yeah. And then when the cruisers get closer, it fully submerges and is not seen again in the shot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's the mini plesiosaur. Maybe it is the mini... Mm, mini! <laughs> plesiosaur that you've been thinking of. Maybe. Do you want to see it now or should I just show you later? I don't mind. I'll show you later. Show me later. So, I talked about the black shuck. You the did. The mythical beast that liked to kill people in churches. Black shuck. That sometimes helped people who were lost. Yes. Mainly ladies. On the moor. Yes. yes. Well, no. Well, no, no. In Kent. <laughs> so... Across the pond in the good old US of A. Oh, yes. It's got across there. Well. From Kent to the USA. I've got a picture. This furry, mysterious <gasps> creature was shot in Montana on a ranch outside Denton on May the 16th, 2018. That looks like the, the, the nothing from the it Never does, story. It does, doesn't it? It absolutely, and we'll put this on our Instagram, it absolutely <laughs> looks like the, the nothing. nothing. The nothing. It does. It's the nothing. Yeah. Can I see it right this Yeah, way? of course. So the reason why this caused so much of a hubbub is because it didn't look anything like um, the native wolves of the area. Oh my God, it doesn't. So, they well, were, I don't know what the natives wolves look like. They but... were, well, I think they said it was to do with the ears oh, and the oh. snout and even the colouring of the beast wasn't right. Mm. Um, so, you know, hashtag because America, they shot it. Well, yeah. <laughs> why, why keep it alive? Why? And Bruce Arkley, the information manager for Montana Fish and Wildlife Parks, wow. said, we have no idea what this <laughs> is until we get the DNA report back. <laughs> I don't know if that's what they sound like in Montana, and I apologise. He sounds amazing. If any of our Montanese listeners... Montanese? Montanese listeners <laughs> uh, took offence to that. I didn't mean anything by it. Oh. Um, but social media went into absolute meltdown and were like, this is a mythical creature. So <gasps> I was like, maybe the black shuck somehow got onto a boat. Is this from this week as well? This is from May, so this okay. is a couple of weeks ago, mm. but it's been doing the rounds. So I'm going to keep an eye out on the Loch Ness DNA search yeah. and the DNA report from this. Mm. And I will report back with more Not For The Dinner Table news and should we get updates. And I will sing the glorious jingle again. Whenever there is Not For The Dinner Table news, <laughs> I want that jingle. No news is good news, but some news is nice news. Not. Some news might be nice oh, news. Damn it. Not okay. for the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, those that was my little bit of roving reporter for you. That is amazing. You're welcome. And well done you Thank for you. researching that. On Thank top you. of our extenuous research list. So much research. <sighs> A lot. I like it. I do too, but I just do not have the time that I wish I had I know. to do it. But we get by. We do, with we a little by. help from our friends. Yes, don't, <laughs> don't cry, it's not a crying podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> right, should we move on to our main topic yes! for discussion? Yeah. So, what are we talking about, Sam? 
we are talking about our favourite mythological creatures. So, do we know what the difference between a mythological creature and a cryptid is? Because I don't think I do. No, And I, I don't think it's something I that I've do. researched either. And it's not... I didn't even think about that. So... Um, do, <laughs> do mythological creatures exist in myth? But cryptids could still be could around still now. Could still be around now. So mythological creatures are olden day mm-hmm. creatures from Greek, Egyptian, um, Chinese, Japanese mythological times. Yeah. Well, just the ancient cultures. Ancient culture. That's such a better way of putting it. <laughs> we don't need to just go we to Rome, need... Greece, Japan, no, we China. Don't. Sorry. <laughs> Let's just talk about all the ancient cultures. All of them. Not in this podcast. No. Because... We don't have time. No. It's not going to be in a several million hour podcast. No. So I've got a top ten... But I kind of want to save that for the end. So is it your top ten, or no. is this the top ten? Well, I don't know if it's the top ten, but where this did is, you get it from? This is Animal Planet's top ten. Oh, okay. So you know they're Animal Planet. Okay. So they know so about they should animals, know. maybe even mythological ones. Okay. So I'm going to go through that with you later. Okay. Um, I'm but, excited to do that then. Yes, and I want to see whether you would disagree and or see agree. if any of our top favourites are on there. So both of mine are not on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Yeah. I don't think either of mine will be. I hope at least like one of ours makes it. Mine definitely aren't because I've seen the list. Okay. So do you want to do one first? Okay. I'm going to (laughs) do You don't have to. Okay. No, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to do it. Because I've not spoken very much. I've only sung a jingle so far. No news is good news. <laughs> it's so good. It is so good. It's not good. I really hope you didn't rip that off from someone. I haven't ripped it off. I fucking thought of that in Little Car Park. Amazing. Other superstores are amazing. Other superstores. Is Little not a superstore? I don't know. I think it's pretty super. I like Aldi too. Mm. Um. um I was going to say and Tesco, but I don't like Tesco. <laughs> no. Anyway. But right. um, we are not giving a We problem. love every we single love every shop, shop in Tesco the world. Tesco is Tesco. I love every shop in the world, including Tesco. Right. Okay. So my first one is the Gorgon. Oh, I freaking love a Gorgon. Okay. So I actually uh, have done a little bit of, like breaking it down so yeah. i've got four different aspects so i'm gonna go origin description why i love it and then my favorite story oh okay, okay. you have so, done more research than me well, this week but no i haven't because yours are always really nicely typed up and mine are like scribbled in between changing nappies and Stop. shouting at my child <laughs> <laughs> Right, so the origin of the Gorgon is Greek mythology. The Gorgon was created by Gaia, the Earth Goddess. Did you know that? Well, 
No. I knew, I know who Gaia is, but I didn't know that she created the Gorgons. She did. Did you not? Uh, that's actually in Mythos. Mythos. Yeah. It is. Oh right at the beginning. Gosh, it is. Right yes. at the beginning, yeah. Yes. We're talking about Mythos uh, written. Am I saying it wrong? Mythos. <laughs> We're talking about Mythos by Stephen Mythos Fry. Mythos by um, Stephen Fry. If you haven't read it, read it. But we both highly recommend the audio version because it's read by Stephen. Yes. And, and it's, it's just brilliant. Incredible. Yeah. So good. Um, but. This show is not sponsored no. by this book. <laughs> I wish it was. Oh my gosh, I wish it was. <laughs> um, so she created the Gorgon to support uh, the Gigantes, the giants, yeah. in the battle to destroy the gods of Olympus. That was after the Titonomy then, when the Titans and the gods went to war. Mm. That was the second war then, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So... Uh, but then that Gorgon was killed and then um, the original Gorgon was killed by Athena who cut off her head, right? Oh. And then later the name Gorgon was given to three daughters of the god Cato and Thyoris, I want to say. Yeah. Or maybe Thoris. They were transformed from beautiful too hideous so tusks oh. like uh warty skin and obviously like we know snakes for hair mm. so that's their description why i love them is because medusa which is obviously one of the most favorite famous gorgons yeah she was the first greek myth i ever heard yeah i think she was mine probably is quite common for most people i think because she's so famous mm. um and there was a book that my sister had which i meant to bring in i've forgotten but i'll show you later um and there's a picture in it and i was absolutely obsessed with it obsessed with the picture of her and obsessed with the book and the story and everything about her so um Obviously, yeah. And the Gorgon is on the Versace yeah. crest, isn't yeah. it, as well? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Or similar. Definitely, like... Because it looks like... Yeah. Because um, Athena, so this is later on in my... Well, it's not later on because there's, like, a tiny bit left. But um, Athena, actually, after she had cut the head off the Gorgon... Um, emblazoned the Gorgon's head onto her shield. And that's oh, what her shield is. Oh, yes. So the okay. head with snakes, which I think is, is Versace's. Yeah. So Athena is the uh, God of, God of, goddess of wisdom yeah. and war and all that. So plans. then Versace, I think, took that and then that's like their. Amazing. But anyway, so obviously, like my fave story is of. Perseus, who killed her with help from Athena by looking, making her look in a looking glass and she turns herself to stone. But do you know how Medusa became Medusa? Like, because she wasn't a Gorgon originally. No, because her mum and dad pissed off Athena. So she turned them into Gorgons. So? She turned the three... Yeah, but Medusa wasn't 
one of the three sisters. Wasn't she? No. So Medusa... I have not researched properly. ...was... Well, <laughs> she might have been, but one of the stories I heard was that Medusa was a priestess yeah. of either Aphrodite or Athena, one of the two. Uh, okay. And she worked in her temple, and one day, as the gods do, um, Poseidon in this instance, yeah. saw Medusa and thought how lovely she was and decided give to her a bit of a... give her a bit of a ravishing. Oh, no. So they made love... Um, at the temple and either Aphrodite or Athena, I can't remember and I'm sure our listeners will, yeah. will tell us who it is, um, took huge umbrage to this and was like, how dare you yeah. desecrate my sanctimonious temple. And turned her into... And ra- oh my God, that's right. Yeah. Because that's in mythos as well, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. then rather than, you know, having a word with Poseidon... Yeah. Um, they turned old Medusa into a really ugly gorgon. And that is why she was well, why you able fuck to be a god. killed. And the other two were immortal. Yeah. Get ya. Every day is a learning day. Yeah. <laughs> Every day is a Greek mythology learning day. It really is. It really is. And folks, just don't do anything with gods. No. No. Never ever. Not even handjobs. But then you don't even know, do you? Because she didn't know that he was a god. No, because they... Well, no. If it's the one that I'm thinking of. No, no. When no his one... wings were like... No, I think I'm thinking of a totally different thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's be No, wrong. I like that. I like that. Oh, good. I'm glad, even though I got the fucking story wrong. Well, no, you didn't get the story wrong about gorgons themselves. And your favourite story wasn't about how she became a gorgon. It was no. about how Perseus chopped her head off. Oh, no. She... No. No, but he did. But after he turned after her to stone. After he turned her to stone, then, then he chopped her head, her head off. Gosh, she had a rough time. She really did. Because it wasn't really her fault then. No. I feel even sorry All for she her, did like... was add a bit of nookie... And then all of a sudden, she's an evil serpent, dead, ugly witch, getting turned to stone because she looked in the mirror, and then had her head lopped off so that she could go and help kill the kraken. No. It's no good. It's no Stay good. away from the Poseidon gods. has got a lot to answer for. Really does. I love you, Poseidon. Don't hurt us. <laughs> Please don't train us. Or make love to us. Or <laughs> <laughs> make sweet, sweet love to us. No, no, no. We're not about that. We are not... <laughs> Not loving that right now. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Absolutely not. Right, so I'm going to save my second one to last because it is absolutely ridiculous. Okay. Um, So I've I've kind of got a bit of a short one. Okay. Um, Well, that was short. I feel like that was quite short. No, it wasn't. I enjoyed it. Okay, good. So I I love mythology and mythological creatures but I wanted to try and go a little bit further afield and I was casting my mind back to the cartoon Gargoyles can you remember that? No. It was a Disney cartoon and the Gargoyles were in a castle in an ancient land it got moved to New York they are stone in the the daytime but at night time they come to life yeah vaguely yeah Um, I'm remembering. So uh, what I'm doing doing here is I'm going with gargoyles. Okay. So gargoyles adorn 
many a medieval building. They do. And they take many, many different shapes as well. Some of them are not um, the usual sort of grotesque gargoyle that we see. Some of them could be people. Um, there's one in a temple that actually is the alien from the Aliens films. Oh, really? Yeah, it totally did this. It did the rounds a while ago, like on all of the... Um, so that's you... actually where they got the, the inspiration for the alien... No, no, no. Oh. No, it was... <laughs> it was done... It was done, like, recently. The, the gargoyle mm. facade was created. Oh. But loads of uh, channels picked it up and were like, this is where the alien inspiration came from. This uh, proves time travel is real. Run, run, run. was like... It was... It just went a bit crazy. But no, it was done later in the time, but affixed to... I think it was affixed to either a church or a cathedral where the guy that created Alien, uh, or at least the, okay. the xenomorphs, oh. came from, like, as a tribute to him. So, the traditional gargoyle, though, is human-shaped, mm. but it's got wings, um, clawed hands and feet, horns on its head, and usually wears a grimace. Like it needs a good poo. Yeah. Where did it come from? I don't know. Where did it come from? I Where don't know. did the gargoyle come from? Tell me. Tell I'm me. gonna tell you. So, as most good things, such as brie and camembert, oh, it came from a French legend. Lovely. Yes, we love a good French legend. Don't so, get enough of those. No, there's not. There isn't there's enough, not French, enough legends, French legends. But gargoyles are one of them. I'm glad. Good. So, Saint. Romanus, yeah, he was a former chancellor of the, and I'm going to butcher this as well, so I'm really sorry, <laughs> of the Merovingian, <laughs> Merovingian king, Clotaire II, and he was made the Bishop of Rowan. So Saint Romanus was made the Bishop of Rowan. So he relates how he delivered the country or county well, they say it's a country at this time, of Rowan, from a monster called the Gargoyle, or the Goji, not to be confused with the Goji Berry. I was just going to say Goji Berry. Le Gargoule is said to have been the typical dragon with bat-like wings, oh. long necks, and the ability to breathe fire. Uh, multiple stories of... Uh, multiple versions of the story are given... And it was either that St. Romanus subdued the creature with a crucifix, like, the power of Christ compels you, like oh, exorcist. Yeah. Or apparently he captured the creature with the help of only one volunteer who was a condemned man. So like he was in prison or he's going to be killed. And I and we'll come back to that version a bit later because I really like that version because okay. it kind of leads on to a tradition within the area which I like well I kind of don't like but I do like okay um in each the monster is led back to Rowan and burned but its head and neck would not burn due to being tempered by its own oh. fire because it breathes fire so the head was mounted on the walls of the newly built church to scare off evil spirits mm. so that's why a lot of the churches and cathedrals are always like the neck of the yeah. beast and the head like Ugh. spilling out. So the water spills water. out. Yeah, mm. absolutely. In commemoration of Saint commemoration. commemoration of Saint Romanus, the archbishops of Rome 
were granted the right to set a prisoner free on the day that his reliquary... Yes. Oh my God, what is going on with all the words? Do you not know what a reliquary is? There are so many different... I can barely say it. Reliquary. Reliquary. So a reliquary is where relics of saints or um, I think mainly saints are kept. Oh. So... So like little bits of the cross of Jesus. Yeah, that, yeah. Or like bones... Yeah. Bones of a saint yeah. would be held in a reliquary. Reliquary. Yes. But I, that's why I like the second version of the story, yeah. where, like, a condemned man helped him subdue the Gagouli. Yeah. And Gagouli. now the tradition is that the archbishops can set a condemned man free. So when, good. Yeah, unless it's, unless you know... Unless they're a complete psycho. Yeah. They'd have to choose wisely. Very wisely. Yeah. I hope it's not a lottery. Me neither. <laughs> like, oh. Oh, we got a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> just picking out the hat. They must just pick the best one they got. Yeah, they must just have someone that's like. This person's, you know, turn themselves around. But I suppose. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Let's not go there. No. <laughs> Let's not turn this into a judging people that have committed crime no. podcast. That's episode 10. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely not. No. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my first one. Yay! Thank you. I like that. I love gargoyles. And me. I can't believe you can't remember the programme either. Yeah. It was amazing. There was Goliath, who was like the main I one. vaguely can't... I, vague, I think if I YouTubed it and saw it, yeah. I'd know what you were talking about. Because Goliath was the main one, but I think all the others, apart from the girl gargoyle, were named after streets in New York. So there was like Lexington... Oh. Or maybe areas. I don't know. But it was really good. Okay. It was really good. Good. Oh. So good, you don't even know it. So good. I can't remember it. I'll Google it tomorrow. So, I'm going to talk about centaurs. <gasps> ba, ba, ba. I think this is, I think centaurs are my favourite mythological creature. I wonder if it's for the same reason they're mine. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. Because this is just horrific from start to finish. Okay. Um, so Greek origin. You haven't heard my second one yet. <laughs> Jeez Louise, you are going to die. Okay. So, um, Greek origin once again. Yes, yes. Um, the Ka- lower body Kyra. of a horse. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. No, you no, can't. Go on. Yeah, you tell. If Ka- you know something. Charon? Chiron? Charon? Ka- yeah, Chiron. <laughs> I don't actually talk about that, but yeah. He trained heroes, didn't he? And he was a centaur. Yes, he was a centaur. In mythos, but also Percy Jackson. Also Percy Jackson, which we love. We do love. The yeah. books, not the film. No, the films are fucking shit. Why do they do that every single and time? And Chris like... Columbus that was as well. And he did the first two Harry Potters that were great. Amazing. But then Percy Jackson, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Let's go shit all over Greek mythology. What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> they could have been so good. I was they so upset. Did we watch the first one together? Yeah. And we're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, 
So, brief description, obviously. Please don't sue us. <laughs> no, please don't sue us, anyone. Lower body, horse. Yeah. Torso, head, arms, man. Or slash woman. woman. But for a stentorina. <laughs> Mostly men. Stentorina. <laughs> <laughs> we need to re-release that. We do. Um, so, why I love the centaurs. Is it because you love horses? <laughs> They're the best of all the animals. You love horses. They're your friends. <laughs> They're my friends. No. I freaking love it's that not, It's my favourite outfit. But, um, my top reason is because in all pictures, in all films, in everything, they are big <laughs> as fuck. And they are. And I'm really sorry. And I don't care if I'm slightly being bestiality here. <laughs> I fucking... Love them. I My name is Sophie just... and I love centaurs. <laughs> they do. And they... <laughs> I feel like we've just moved from a podcast into a therapy session. I'm really sorry, but I do love them. <laughs> but they've always got, like, beautiful bodies and, well... Torsos. Torsos. Because they've got... Horse bodies. Horse dicks. I know, but still... No, I'm not talking about horse dicks. I'm talking about the bodies and the hair. And they're usually beautiful-faced men. And their horse legs. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm not looking at the legs. I'm looking at their bodies. Their torsos. <laughs> anyway. You've got torso blindness. Stop it. I'm torso blind. Um, But also, I like them because they actually helped with the defeat of the Titans. Yes. Did you know that? I Obviously. don't think I did. And then I put at the bottom, and they're fit. <laughs> um, so my favourite story, and this is like the I most... Think, I don't well, think I know a lot of stories about okay, centaurs. Okay, so neither do I, but this is about the creation of them. Oh, is, wow. I didn't which, think, no, you, Was this you, in Mythos? I'm, I think it was. I Now, I need to go back and listen to it. I wish I'd listened to it before I'd done some fucking research. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to it ages ago and forgot it all, obviously. Um, but, so my favourite story is about how they were created. And this is brilliant. Because they're apparently fathered by Zeus. Yes. Who basically was led on by Aphrodite when they were having a bit of a romance in Cyprus. And <laughs> she... She got him all horny and then was like, uh-uh, see you later, Zeus. Whipped out of there and Zeus was like, what the fuck, I'm really horny. And just ejaculated over Cyprus. <laughs> this is... <laughs> they did. Please don't sue us, Cyprus. Um, Aphrodite worked him up into a wank frenzy and he spoke <laughs> all over Cyprus. <laughs> I've written here um, and <laughs> so and basically the horses on Cyprus then birthed centaurs oh wow which according to Nonus of Panopolis a Greek epic poet 
Lo- I'm sorry. <laughs> Lolly really wants to get in here. No, she's barking right I'm just, else, just in case you can hear it on the that's podcast. That's my dog. That's Lollykins. She's amazing. Yeah. So anyway, that that was that's my favourite story. She loves centaurs as she's, much as so. She's working herself I up into a frenzy. I did not know that that was how they were created. We and need I'm to... almost a hundred percent sure that that's on mythos or uh, myth mythos. I don't think it is. But then there must be another story about somebody wanking all over a country. Well, because... no, Uranus <laughs> got his nads chopped off. No. And that was how Aphrodite was born yeah because like mm. they and they threw his, spilled out his everywhere gonads yeah. Yeah, threw his gonads across to cyprus yeah. and then because aphrodite is technically zeus's cousin or aunt god it gets knows, mega because complicated they are, yeah it was incest is lots best of incest in Greece mythology not right now not right now don't sue us Chris. don't sue us i love it and um, i absolutely i mean I don't think I fancy centaurs as much as you fancy well, no, centaurs. Probably not because I think I've probably got something wrong with me now. <laughs> but I I can appreciate that. Yes, they always well you know they but they've got to. They're always shirtless. I don't think always. I've, I don't think I've ever seen. Why would you have a shirt on if you're a centaur? Exactly. If you've got a body that's like you know you've been hitting the gym like that, get it out. Actually, never see a fat centaur. Actually. I have seen a shirted centaur. On Percy Jackson? No. Oh. In the Chronicles of Narnia. Oh! Yes. When he went to war. Yeah. He had all his armour on, didn't he? Oh, yeah, but he still looked fit there, <laughs> though, didn't he? He did. And you can't deny it, I because can, he did. because I did not find him physically attractive. <laughs> But it's fine, because I kind of found the, like, fawn attractive, Mr. Tumnus. I Tumbless, love the fawn, so. Mr. Tumnus. Yeah. Yes. I'm... I'm, I'm but you Happy. see, that's the same. That's the same thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you love the fawn. Yes. I love the centaurs. Yes. And that is it. For you. For me. Okay, so we are about to go Japanese. <gasps> for my last mythical creature. So you know how much I love Japan. You love it. I love Japan. And I was like... I'm going to do a little bit of research into any mythological creatures in Japan. A lot. And then I stumbled across the kappa. What's a kappa? So, not to be... Not the trousers <laughs> that you wear with the buttons on. Not the kappa trousers. Not to be confused with kappa slappers. <laughs> I was totally one of those. I had trainers and trousers. <laughs> <laughs> you are a centaur loving kappa slapper. I'm... <laughs> this is the worst day of my life. I've been right. made to make a song about news. It's good news. Usually, so they basically are an amphibious imp demon. <gasps> yeah. So. Imp demon. This, this is why I love Japan. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go and talk a little bit about what the kappa is. We're going to talk a little bit about what it does. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to talk a little bit about how Japanese people would try and placate them or try and defeat them. Yeah? Okay. Happy with that? Yeah. Happy with that overview. I'm happy with that. Let's go for it. They are usually depicted as green-like human beings. 
but they have a tortoise shell on the back. What? They have clawed hands. So they're webbed hands and feet. So I want you to kind of picture a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. I was going to say, they're sounding yeah. like Raphael and Donatello. Right but there. a lot of their faces were beaked. Oh. So like they'd have a... Like a but also, beak, beak. But do you know how turtles have, have a, beak. a beak? That's like they're almost like a turtle tortoise cross hybrid. That's what I'd say. Okay. So, in addition, and this is where it gets a bit weird, they have a dish that sits on their head. So not like a not. It's not a plate. It's not a physical. It's attached to them, but they've got like a little dip in their head okay. and in that they keep water yeah and that's very important okay to remember right so they like cucumbers okay and they why did they like cucumbers i don't know <laughs> i couldn't find that out but they but they do they love them okay they also like to sumo wrestle mm. yes indeed are they small or big? They're quite big, I think. I think they're about human size. Wow. So here's where it gets really weird. Okay. It's already weird. So they apparently assault humans in water, streams, rivers, okay. and remove a mythical organ. <gasps> what? <laughs> it's called the Shirikodama. What? The Shirikodama. Do I have one? Well, apparently we all do, and it's inside our anus. What? <laughs> so, Sophie, if you go swimming what? in a stream, protect your shirikodama. <laughs> my shirikodama. Yes. Oh, my God. So, the shirikodama is a mythical ball that is said... In my ass. <laughs> that is said... It's said to contain your soul and is conveniently located inside your bum. <laughs> so. What is this? This is. Have the... you just fucking made this up? I haven't. I swear to God, I have not. Are you sure? Yes, absolutely. So they are seen as mischievous troublemakers or trickster figures. So similar to like Pan that or That try Loki. and get your what? Kashimi Godava out of your bum. So they've been... <laughs> Shirogodama. <laughs> so they've been known to look up women's kimonos. They've been known to drown people and animals. They've been known to kidnap children. And like, they are really taken seriously in Japan. Really, really are. Really? They're, yeah, absolutely. They're also. Well, they know, think they're real. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. So, at festivals, so I mentioned that they like cucumbers, mm -hmm. right? So, in festivals in Japan that still happen now, um, they offer cucumbers to like into streams and rivers to placate the kappa. and sometimes they actually write the names of their family members on the cucumber before putting it into the stream so that the kappa know not to <laughs> take the shirokodama from that from that individual. No 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that, please don't ask. But I have to. I have to caveat that was that was in old Tokyo <laughs> when Tokyo was known as Edo. Yeah. So I don't know whether the practice is still happening please today. Please don't interrogate the ass of my family member <laughs> for their please. Shirukodama. Shirukodama. So some areas, in some areas, they would eat cucumber before swimming. I need to remember that. Before swimming in the streams, because apparently, I mean, I wouldn't eat it. What, a whole cucumber? Yeah, but let's think about this. What do we know? The kappa like cucumber. They're going to eat me. I'm not eating a cucumber. I don't want to taste it. Smell like it. Exactly. No. Not today. But this is why... I love it. Cucumber-filled sushi, to this day, is known as kapamaki, which is really cool. And that there are cool. still signs in Japan now yeah. that warn people of kappa in streams and rivers. So I've got a picture, and I will put this on the Instagram. So this is from, from a Twitter account that I found. Oh, my God. So there's the kappa, and it's warning people not it's to go in the stream because of the kappa. Yeah. Don't go in the kappa, in the stream, because the kappa will get you. Yeah. They also really hate horses, so I'd kind of like to see a kappa centaur battle. Oh, wow. Yeah, can you imagine? Try and get yeah. my shirikodama. Bam, bitch. Yeah. But they try and drown horses quite frequently in lots of folk tales. And, oh, and really? Legend. Yeah, they will drag them into yeah. the river and drown them. They don't like them at all. As I mentioned, they loved sumo. Well, and they do challenge. They used to challenge people to sumo wrestle with them. If if one came out and challenged you, would you do it? I'd be like, keep your motherfucking hands away from my shirikodama. <laughs> I am a married man. There is only one person that's getting that shirikodama. Nope, nope, nope. And it is not you. No. Because I'm not very good at sumo. No. Have you ever done it? No, but I I probably only wrestled you and Steph Lewis and yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's true. So. That's true. So, Soph, in case, <clears throat> in well, in case you're ever drowned <laughs> by a kappa, they will eat your liver and drain your blood. Oh no! So, and eat my sugar. Well, no, they they just take they that. take it. They don't. I don't think they. I don't know what they do with it. Maybe oh. make it into a nice necklace with well, all the other ones. Nice pearl necklace. Yeah. Do you want to know how to defeat a kappa? Yes. Okay. Just in case. So, apparently, the kappa, even though they're trying to, like, take your soul from your butthole, are quite... Take your soul from your butthole! I'm going to do a whole jingle about that next week. (laughs) So the kappa are really polite. So if you see one, all you have to do is bow really low. And the lower you bow, the lower they will bow. And this is where it's really important because they have with a, the water. They have a dish with water. Yeah. And if they bow and the water falls out, they cannot get back up. Oh. So they're stuck there. So you have, for how long? So you have two options. Yeah. You can leave them there <gasps> and run away. Yes. Or you can fill it back up. With you water. can fill it back up with water. <gasps> what are you going to do, Soph? Oh, are they going to love me and be my friend? If what they, are you going to do? It back I can't give you that information. You have to decide. Um, to be honest, in the heat of the moment, I think I'd probably run away. Okay. <laughs> in case they tried to get my ass. So. But if I filled the dish, then maybe they'd grant me wishes. <gasps> 
Is that what's going to happen? I'm going to fill the dish. I'm filling the dish. Okay, you I have chosen to fill the dish. Yes. That kappa will serve you forever. Yes! For the rest of your life. Yes, kappa! Which is, which is really good because they're actually quite knowledgeable. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Are you my kappa? I am not. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> so, also... Another trick mm. is that the arms of the kappa, yes. they are really flimsy. Oh. So, if one comes at you, yeah. grab one of their arms yeah. and yank it off. Oh, no! And it will come off. It will come off. Okay. But again, the kappa will then try and persuade you to give it, to back. Give it back. And it will exchange knowledge <laughs> and favours and will try and do anything for you to get that arm back. Oh. Also, it's important to note that they do not like iron, so you could like shoot it, yeah, cut it. Always have a knife handy. Yeah. If you are not that aggressive, then you could maybe use ginger, because like me, oh, they do. Maybe I am a kappa. I'm going to yank your arm off in a minute. No, don't do that. <laughs> they do not like ginger or sesame, so you could just have a knob of ginger. I'll send my mother-in-law around. Yeah. I love you, Margaret. Also, I love you, the Margaret. final thing is that if you win, if they challenge you to a sumo match and yeah. you win, yeah. that will defeat them and they'll, they will just But will they away. still serve you forever? No, they will only serve you forever if you, if fill, you fill their, their head bowl up. with water. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing that. But I'm all over that. They sometimes, as that aside, because they're, you know, proper bastards by the yeah. time of it, they literally just want to take stuff out of your butt. Yeah. The kappa, they do sometimes befriend humans. Really? Yeah, rather than attack them. If a kappa brings you fish, it's seen as good luck. Oh. Sometimes they would help Japanese farmers irrigate their land. Yes. And also they were meant to be really knowledgeable with medicine. And it's foretold in Japanese myth that they even taught the Japanese how to set bones. Wow. How to do bone setting. So that is all of my information about the kappa. Well done. So watch out for your shirokodamas, ladies watch and gentlemen. Out. Yeah. That was so good. I've never heard of a, a kappa. Apart from ever. a kappa slapper. Or a shirokodama. No, you have literally discovered you've got a new organ. I don't even know where it is. In Up my your ass. ass. It's in my ass. I'm looking, I'm, I'm going to look for it. Yeah. You <laughs> don't no, dig I'm not. too deep. <laughs> right. Oh. So to finish off, because we, this is... Is it long? long. Oh no. But it's fine, it's fine. It's It's alright, we can cut loads of it, right? Yeah. (laughs) So to finish off, I've got a top ten for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so would you like me to start at number one or would you like me to start at number ten? Ten. Okay. So you need to either agree or disagree with the placing and then overall. Oh my god. Alright. Okay. Alright. So in at number ten. Yes. Is the unicorn. Oh. Yeah. At number 10. Now, you see, the unicorn obviously is very fashionable at the moment. And I almost did it. But then I was like, no, because it's too fashionable. 
I hate so those t-shirts that go, on some days I'm a unicorn. Or, my shit sparkles like unicorn no. shit or whatever. No. No. No, no. no, it doesn't, Susan. No, it does not. At number nine. So do you agree with that? Well, placing? I do agree with it. And also think maybe it shouldn't be on the list. Okay. Did you know that unicorns, because um, I did a bit of research about yes. unicorns, the reason why they think unicorns exist mm. is because it was um, Europeans trying to describe what a rhinoceros was. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's, that's where the myth of a unicorn came from, because it was described as a, a, a grey horse, horse with a horn. Oh. Yeah. So I nearly, very nearly did Pegasus. Would you... I would so much rather have a Pegasus than a Oh, unicorn. me too. A hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. So if in... If Pegasus a, is not on that list, it should overtake unicorn. In at number nine is <laughs> the Sphinx. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah. Good choice. So I don't know whether this... Well, but yes, it is. So you're happy with that position? Yeah, I am. In at number eight is the Hydra. Oh, I nearly did that too. Love the Hydra. Love the Hydra. But like quite nasty. Yeah. In at number seven is the Siren. I told you I nearly did mermaids, which obviously incorporates sirens, etc. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd like to caveat Kelpies. this segment that this isn't the top ten list of mythical creatures that Sophie was going to talk about, but... <laughs> didn't talk about I didn't talk about any of them <laughs> no but yes I love that in at number six yeah. is Pegasus yay <laughs> <laughs> Sophie was going to talk about Pegasus uh -oh. but <laughs> um, number five dragon okay yeah I'm not even going to say it anymore oh shut I'm up I'm not even going to say it anymore because I actually I thought dragon it's on my list I thought dragon would be higher so did I. Five. But I am going to put a picture of my mind map of things that I was going to talk about. Oh my God, I'm going to yes. take a picture of it and, and put, put it, it on, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Number four, yeah. Leviathan. Never heard of it. What's that? You've never heard of Leviathan? No. The Great Ocean Serpent? Nope. Okay. Um, we well, need to do a podcast on that. I didn't research it, so I, <laughs> all I can tell you is that it's... A, so you don't know what it is either. Well, I know it's an Have ocean serpent, it? and it's also a Final Fantasy summon. Oh, well, that's <laughs> You've heard of it, then. We're going to research that and come back to you. Number three, Mermaid. Well, I'm not even going to say it, but I was going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> Centaur! Yeah! <laughs> Yay! So what do you think the top Gorgon. mythical creature is? Gorgon. No. Oh. Gorgon's not even on the list. I'll Needs give you a you clue. Call. Yeah. Cyclops. Giant. False. Oh. What? False. <gasps> Phoenix! Yes! It's on my fucking mind map! It's on it! It's on my mind map! I'm going to take a picture and I'm going to put it on. Because that was on my mind map! <laughs> That's amazing! 
Dinger. So, actually, this was the list of mythical creatures that Sophie <laughs> was going to. Yeah, and so I'll take I think... it before uh, I even get a chance to write all those things on there. I will turn the page and show you. I've seen the mind map. You've seen it? Yeah, so you, you know should, that yeah. that's what I was going to talk about. Yeah. It's true. Gorgon, dragon, unicorn, phoenix. Centaur. Oh, griffin didn't get a mention. Griffin. Mermaid, hydra, yeah. pegasus. Yeah, banshee. Oh, freaking yeah. love it, banshee. I know. I know. Yeah. Never we could mind. have done so much more. We might even just do a mythical creatures part two. <laughs> I think not we should. next week. No. Not, not well, not week. in the next episode, but maybe we'll revisit. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's yeah. our mythical creatures. Amazing! Yes! Woohoo! Thank you so much for listening to episode four of Not For The Dinner Table. Uh, as always, we would love it if you could uh, leave a review on iTunes and five stars. That would be great or wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at not for the underscore dinner table. And I want on, to say that's right. And on Twitter <laughs> at not for the underscore dinner table. Um, if you would like to email us with any of your strange, um, spooky, weird, mythological stories, you can at not for the dinner table at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> I think that I've hit all the socials there. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, so. Join us in the next two weeks for another episode. And remember, everyone's welcome at our dinner table. Apart from cappers who are trying to take our shirigadamas <laughs> Damn those. from our asses. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.